Uh, this is the Lisa Dent Show. One of our favorite guests is Teresa Murray. She is a consumer watchdog, and there's not a week that goes by where we're not being warned from the CDC or the FDA or some other governmental entity that there's something bad and we need to stay away from it. Uh, Teresa is a consumer watchdog with the U.S. Public Interest Research Group. Let's talk about the, the laundry soap because I'm still perplexed how bacteria is getting bottled and delivered to us in the form of a spray or a soap or something else that you would, in my mind, imagine would kill the bacteria. Yeah, you and me both. Um, I think there are a lot of questions that are being asked. I mean, there's just a certain amount of irony when you have a cleaning product that has bacteria to the extent that it's being recalled because it's dangerous. Um, this is under the Laundress brand of its laundry detergent and it's some various household cleaning products. And again, they have all kinds of nasty, like 12 syllable um, bacteria. And the point is, is that particularly anyone who is of, of a vulnerable population, someone who's older, someone who has a compromised immune system, it could really have a bad result if you were to get this cleaning product on your skin, especially if you had like a cut or a scratch or something like that. So they're recalling it. Uh, the thing that was surprising is like 8 million of these containers, the 8 million packages, containers, bottles so far. And the implication is that they're not done with the testing and that it could, it could expand. Um, and, you know, and this comes, what, five weeks after we had the big pine fall recall for the exact same thing. I mean, not the exact same bacteria, but the fact that it was a cleaning product and it contained bacteria and it was bad and the CPSC recalled it. And, and so it's called Laundress. That is the name Laundress. of this. Laundress. Okay. And I yeah. did and read in there that it's also dangerous for patients who are taking long courses of certain antibiotics and it is resistant to antibiotics. Yeah. It's, um, like I said, there's like all kinds of, of uh, bacteria that it cites that it contains. And, you know, anybody who's in any kind of compromised health state really needs to be careful of a lot of these kinds of things. Yeah. Uh, you know, because like they said, people who have external medical devices, people who have lung conditions. I mean, a whole bunch of people could really be harmed seriously by these products, potentially. Okay, so if you have that in your house and you have a person who could be at risk, make sure you get rid of it. Get rid of it. Make sure they don't use it. Teresa Murray is our consumer watchdog. Uh, what's up with the pajamas? Are these kids' pajamas we're talking about? Yeah, and by the way, on the on the Londres products, you know, people can go to the website to find out exactly like which lots and then um, to arrange for a refund. And it's the Laundress, L-A-U-N-D-R-E-S-S dot com. Okay, perfect. Um, so, yeah, on the pajamas, and this is really scary. Um, this is like Disney-branded pajamas. It's from, um, from a different manufacturer called Bentex Group. And this was involving about 87,000 sets, pairs, whatever, of pajamas. And they contain uh, lead, <laughs> lead that exceeds the levels of lead that you're allowed to have, um, like according to federal lead paint bans. And, and they're in kids' pajamas, for goodness sakes. And, of course, lead is toxic if it's ingested by little kids. And the thing that's the scariest about this is on. Can parents find a financial advisor so you can spend less time watching the investments and more time investing in your team? There you go. All right. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, if if a kid ends up, you know, suffering from lead poisoning, Lisa, you know, we're probably not going to know it for like months or years. It's not like an allergic reaction or, you know, oh, gosh, 
you know, they're, they're sick, they're having trouble breathing, you know, they're vomiting, whatever. No, it could take years to diagnose lead poisoning. And, and so of course, really we, have, we have known for years at how detrimental this is to children's development. I can't believe that there's some someone not overseeing this so that we are not presenting lead in children's clothes, food, homes. I mean, the fact that they're Disney pajamas. I know Disney doesn't have anything to do with it, but it's my gosh. You know they're popular. Oh, sure. And then we had the sippy cups uh, a couple weeks ago that also were recalled because of lead. So, I mean, I think this raises serious questions that I'm actually planning on looking into after after the holidays. It's like, why in the heck are all these companies, I mean, <laughs> any level of lead is bad, but how is it that we've had just this parade of recalls involving kids' products and lead? It's right. it's infuriating. Like, just don't do it. Yeah, because Teresa's a mom, too. I mean, it, it's what we oh, all yeah. worry about. Uh, she's a consumer watchdog with the U.S. Public Interest Research Group. And I'm trying to understand these water beads. I know I've seen them. Tell everybody how dangerous these are for kids. Yeah, and with water beads, and this is a fairly, well, sort of a kind of a new issue in the news, but um, water beads are being marketed more and more as like a sensory toy, um, particularly aimed at uh, children who have are on the spectrum, who have autism. And but they can be fun for anybody to just play with and just like let them run through your hands. And what they are is these little beads. They could be teeny tiny, like BB sized, or they could be like pea sized. And what happens is when they get wet, they expand. So what's happening is there have been just a rash of cases of little kids and older kids um, because they're all colorful. They're pretty. They're red. They're blue. They're green. And you know, kids swallow them either because they think they're candy or because they're just plain or whatever. And then guess what? They expand in the stomach. Mm. Um, in one bead, the one type of water bead that was recalled previously, they found that the tiny little water bead could expand up to 200 times, like oh the gosh. size of a tennis ball in your stomach. And in a lot of these cases, it's a little kid who doesn't even talk yet right. and can't even express what's wrong. So, um, you know, there have been, and, and water beads are also used, like similar kinds of bean, beads are used as like decorative, like people put them in vases and stuff like that. Right. And so there are a lot of questions about this. Regulators have really started honing in on these water beads because there are more and more and more reports of kids having to be hospitalized, having to have surgery. Um, serious, serious issues. And okay, I want you to keep an eye on that. About this. Definitely yeah. keep an eye on it and come back and let's talk about it next week or the week after. We're going to toss it over to Steve for news. But where can people find out info? Give them the website. Uh, we're at usperg.org. usperg.org. Easy enough. Teresa Murray, we rely on you. Steve has your news coming up next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. We're Chicago's favorite.